So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. How is everyone doing today? It's Mary. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a lovely, lovely time um, this time of year, whatever time of year you're listening to this, but in real time, it is autumn and it is such a magical season for me for many reasons. Um, You know, I love astrology. I don't live my life by the rules of astrology, but I do believe it is a nice way to sometimes see a new perspective and and validate sometimes energetic shifts. Um, But as far as our, um, you know, just our sun sign, our zodiac sign, I am a Taurus. My birthday is the end of April. And um, Tauran people live with their senses, like very... um, rich and in earth, like material things. Right. And so I'm not like a very material person when it comes to buying things or having things, but my Torin expression, and this probably has to do with my other signs is, um, is my senses. So I like lighting to be a certain way. And this is probably why I love ritual because ritual invokes all of the senses. And I'm sharing this with you because, we all have all of these expressions of the zodiac somewhere in our in our life um but ritual 
is one of the ways I changed my relationship to alcohol. And when you are on a spiritual journey, which we all are as human beings, right? We're, you know, spiritual beings having this human experience. But what I find is that if you're listening to this, you know, you are, you're consciously on a spiritual journey. You're, you're, you're awakening to spirit and this getting alcohol out of your way. And this is really what I see as the third option that I offer is moving from, you know, is the next phase of your spiritual evolution and your spiritual awakening. And so what that really means is realizing that the outer world doesn't create your, your, your reality, but the inner world does. And how do you want to relate to your world? So if we can make everything a sacred ritual and ceremony, which is your life, um, and really invoke the senses, I believe that we find the magic. This is how we find the magic and in, in what can, can become mundane. And, um, one of my clients, um, had asked me about, creating a ritual for herself. And it's something that I share in uh, my one-on-one coaching. And because I am a facilitator of women's circles and of sacred ceremony, it is really is deeply part of, of how we shift our mindset and how we practice, practice mindfulness. So it does become, it is a, it is a part of, um, you know, what I teach as a coach, but also as a spiritual mentor. And so one way you can do that, this for yourself is through invoking the senses and tomorrow, um, in real time is the full moon. And of course you don't need any excuse to do this, but October 9th is the full moon in Aries, um, with the sun in Libra and the full moon in Aries, Aries is a fire sign. And so there's like a lot of, um, the amplification of passion and what's seeing, you know, where do your desires live and when the full moon is out, it's an opportunity for us to see like what's present and really being reflected to us in this moment. And I shared this a little bit a few weeks ago about cycles and rhythms and how when we're, when we are paying attention to that, there is something that I truly believe that happens in the body, especially in the feminine, um, that with the feminine qualities of our emotions that becomes heightened at that time. So it's something to really pay attention to. Um, and it might feel really amazing and feel really erotic and, um, euphoric and it, or, or it might also feel like rage and, um, deep fear or sadness, but what is being amplified to you and how can you look at that in a way of what are my unmet desires? Um, you know, the, the fire, the passion, the spark that ignites and something that I talk a lot about is, you know, like we don't get, I offered this a couple days ago is I commit to something and then figure it out. And it's the same idea as like, don't wait to be inspired. Don't wait to find the motivation, do the thing and then find the motivation and then be inspired. It's like energy begets energy, a body in motion stays in motion. This is true. And so what I would love to invite to you for this weekend, or, you know, you, if you're listening to this, whenever it can happen, whenever, of course, um, is to create a ritual and ceremony for yourself. And tomorrow's episode, I'm going to actually guide you through a heart coherent, a meditation for heart coherence. Um, and the reason that this ties in 
to the ritual is because we want to take action from the heart. So much of the time we're experiencing our emotions, which are what fuel our behavior, what fuel our actions. We're experiencing them in the mind. We're trying to figure them out logically. We're just like, oh, I have so much anxiety, but we don't even know what's happening in the body. And there are more nerve connections between the heart and the brain than any other system in the body. So 90% of these connecting fibers actually move up, ascend from the heart to the brain. These neural pathways are sending signals that interact with the brain's um, cognitive and emotional centers, and that influences our thought patterns, our mood, and how we respond (laughs) or react to triggered stimulation. So the more we can actually be in relationship to the energy of the heart, and this is what Joe Dispenza teaches a lot, if you're familiar with his work, is heart coherence, is how can we be in relationship to the heart and and really listen to messages from the heart? Because we have like three brains in the body, the gut, the heart, and the mind, and they're all sending us different messages. And we know like the gut biome is directly related to um, our emotional health. So it kind of starts from the bottom up and we can't have access to higher states of consciousness like in the pineal gland if the lower center if the lower energy centers of the body aren't functioning um and open and expansive and cleared out right And, you know, you can look at it from an energetic perspective of the chakra system, but in the real physiological system of the body, there are energy centers in these where the the energetics of the chakras are. So it's like a real tangible biological thing as well. So if you're going to listen to tomorrow's episode, which I highly recommend, give yourself, it's going to be for the full moon. So give yourself an opportunity to make a sacred space for yourself. Um, So one thing that you can do is invoke all of your senses and that's going to invoke all of the elements. Okay. So something that's tactile, something that feels good on your body. Maybe it's a scarf. Maybe you're sitting on like a really soft blanket, cozy socks, right? Um, Some warm tea that smells really good and aromatic, light a candle, incense, these kind of things that invoke the senses, draw in the elements. Um, I also, there's like... Um, that's why tea ritual is so powerful because tea create, um, incorporates all of the elements and all of the senses. And those all live inside of you, right? As within, so without, as above, so below. We are, you know, earth, my body, water, my blood, air, my breath, fire, my spirit. We want to invoke all of those so that you can become fully alive. You can become a magnetic match and frequency match to the earth herself, who is always fully abundant. Um, I was just reading a post today from Michael Beckwith, who, if you don't know him, um, he is a, like a spiritual minister, kind of more of like a new age spiritual minister. He's really amazing. His Instagram is very inspiring. Um, but he was saying that when we met, we've been measuring, we can measure the frequency of the earth and the frequency of the earth has actually been raising in its, in her vibration. Um, the frequency has been raising. And so, 
she's evolving, right? And the best way that we can support her is by evolving alongside of her. So it's like the best work we can do to save the planet is to really look in how can we continue to evolve spiritually, um, ourselves, right? And, and that's including, you know, the mentally and emotionally as well. And then of course, we're going to have, we're going to interact with the elements of the earth in a different way. Like she's going to be fine. She's, she's been around for many billions of years, right? Like she's not going anywhere, but we might. So what does all of this have to do with alcohol? This has to do with alcohol because alcohol is a dissociative and the dissociation of you from your body, you from the elements, you from earth, you from spirit is what is keeping you in this head game where you aren't willing to accept the truth. And so when we can, when we can embody the essence of who we are and we can get out of our minds and into the present moment. And that's the other thing. Ritual creates a direct moment experience where we can feel a sat- more satisfaction with what what is an acceptance without alteration. Things don't need to be, you know, the big bang of like wild, hard hitting craziness all the time. I had the most beautiful evening with my son last night. I met him outside when he got off the bus. So like just to kind of interrupt that pattern of him coming in, taking his shoes off and just kind of hanging out. I was like, it's so beautiful here right now. I met him when he got off the bus. I was out in the greenhouse kind of clearing out some of the fall, the stuff for fall, but I want to try to plant the greenhouse for the winter. And he's got like this like little fairy thing out there and he was making a community center for the fairies. And then we picked some calendula and planted some seeds. And then he picked a little mini, I have these tiny little mini vases that make the cutest little bouquets. And we have some wildflowers still. And on his own, he just started picking a little bouquet for me. And we got out the Halloween stuff and we just stayed outside until it was past dark. And then we um, watched a movie together and it was like the most sweet, sweetest, innocent, most satisfying um, evening I've had in a long time. And it invoked all of my senses. Like I was dirty and present and just in the magic of the moment. And when we do that, the need for alcohol slowly starts to fade away. And in fact, it really takes away. It inhibits. So we have to create magic in the mundane by creating our life as a sacred ritual. Tune in tomorrow, set a special, a specific time, and I'll I'll make it short, about 10 minutes for you. I'll get right into it for you to go into this heart coherence and really see what's amplified for you during this full moon time. And please share this with someone, um, whether or not they are interested in changing their relationship to alcohol, because this this is really the thing that's going to create more satisfaction in all of our lives as we continue to evolve our consciousness as humans on the planet. And as we start to awaken um, to the truth that you cannot alter a miracle and nothing about who you are needs to be altered. Have an amazing day and I'll see you tomorrow. Imagine taking the podcast every week to the next level with achievable goals and an action plan tailored specifically to your needs. Finding personalized support is how you gain control of your destiny. 
In my private one-on-one coaching program, Fast Track to Freedom from Alcohol, you get your own personal cheerleader, that's me, every week, helping you get clear, stay curious, and committed to what matters most versus resigning again and again to your habitual patterns. Every big change starts with one next step. Schedule a complimentary call with the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to get a new perspective on an old habit.